Now, the best books are made up of stories. And let's face it, the best stories are about bouncing back from failure. I'm Anna David, obsessed with books, a New York Times bestselling author, and the CEO of Legacy Launchpad Publishing. And I only achieved those things because I picked myself up again after failing and found my way to success. And that makes me uniquely qualified to get the best stories about failure and success out of other people. Failure is always a learning experience. So after six months, I told him that I Googled sociopath and he had all of the symptoms and I found myself out of job. At that time, it was supposed to be a side hustle. Well, the side hustle started to make far more money than the real hustle. So I, after six months, I, I quit my job. Welcome to Fail Your Way to Success. Hello and welcome to the podcast that welcomes you and welcomes failure because it knows that that is the road to success. So today I'm going to be doing uh, a solo episode. By the way, hi, I'm Anna David. I'm your host. And this is a solo episode based on somebody uh, there's no way you do not know about the one and only Oprah Winfrey. And um, what's interesting is I just saw something on Instagram about her. The coach Gay Hendricks was talking about all Oprah did was tap into her zone of genius over and over until the world noticed. However, that doesn't mean she is without her failures. So um, let's talk about Oprah. What you know and don't know. So at 19, she became the first female African-American news anchor, anchor in Nashville. Then there came 1985 when she was nominated for an Oscar for the color purple. Here's the other thing. The Oprah Winfrey show. Do you know how long that ran for? I'm going to tell you, 25 years. Then there was her book club, which uh, we all know about particularly if we're authors and our books were not selected, premiered in 1996 when she chose a book, pretty much automatically became a bestseller and a sensation, launched the careers of many unknown writers, and of course, she has written several best-selling books herself. Then in 1999, did you know she co-founded Oxygen Media? I didn't know that till, till I looked this up. And okay, so when Oprah show ended in 2011, she launched her own network, the Oprah Winfrey Network Own with Discovery Communications. So let's talk about her early life. She was born in 1954 in a rural town that I can't even pronounce the name of in Mississippi. Um, so she did you know she was named Orpa? From the Bible, but quickly start. They her aunt started calling her Oprah because it was easier to say and spell. That's for sure. Uh, she had lots of trauma going on, uh, molestation. Uh, gave birth to a baby that died two weeks later at fourteen, um, and then moved in with her dad. Uh, so high school, Nashville, college. Uh, she won the Miss Black Nashville title in 1972, after which she went on to become Miss Black Tennessee, competed for Miss Black America. Then in 1975, she dropped out of college, just one credit short of her degree. We'll notice this has nothing to do with whether or not college is a good idea uh, that 
she is the second person that uh, I've broken down uh, who is a college dropout, Steve Jobs, of course, being the first. Uh, however, she did go back to school and graduate in 1986. So in 1976, 10 years before that, she gets her first broadcasting job, hired as a news co-anchor, but she was fired. And then her next job was at AM Chicago. So getting knocked down, standing back up. So she was co-anchoring the evening news in Baltimore and teamed with one-time radio personality Richard Scher for a new morning talk show called People Are Talking. Um, there's a failure. Got a pretty bad initial review. The first uh, episode, the local paper, The Sun, called it a breath of hot, stale air. But then it became a hit, more success. And uh, ran for another six years. So then she's given this assignment of visiting a different Baltimore neighborhood every day to interview locals. Uh, But she lost that position after eight months and was demoted to weekend features reporter, which by her own admission was the lowest position in the newsroom hierarchy. So less substantive stories. She's asked to report on things like a cockatoo's birthday party at the local zoo. But, you know, hey, she's still part of the newsroom. So uh, she really thought she'd reached rock bottom. Her boss at the time recalled she really wanted to be a news person. She knew knew that news was all that mattered in television at the time. She saw daytime as a real come down. Um, So she had no other option. So she finally agrees to do it, but she left his office with tears. So she did make the best of the situation, of course. We're talking about people are talking. Um, And uh, she says she felt like she had finally found her place in television. After interviewing two actors from her favorite soap opera, All My Children, she said, I came off the air and I knew that this was what I was supposed to do. This is it. This is what I was born to do. It just felt like breathing. It was the most natural process for me. So there we go. The opportunity that had her in tears, that got a terrible review, uh, ended up being so successful that it was soon picked up for national syndication. Anna here. Now, are you an entrepreneur who wants to write and publish a book about your own failures turned successes? Well, good news. That's what my company, Legacy Launchpad, does. Find out more at LegacyLaunchpadPub.com. That's LegacyLaunchpadPub.com. Now, should you do a book, you ask? I think so. Why? Because you're worth it. Now back to the show. So then 83, she's offered, uh, she's lured away. uh, And she's, for the first time, so she's in Chicago, for the first time she's in competition with Phil Donahue. Remember him? Then she took her show from rated last to first. And of course, in 1986, the debut of the Oprah Winfrey show. So there comes some struggles with success. Uh, She becomes increasingly famous and a growing number of acquaintances contact the media to sell scandalous stories about her life. So she's got this ex-boyfriend who's threatening to expose the details of their past drug abuse um, and all of these things. So initially she tries to kill these stories. So failure. Oh my God, people are coming after her, trying to destroy her reputation. 
And then she's like, this would be really hard to kill. So instead, she's going to do something else. She's going to invite a drug addict onto her talk show and then seemingly spontaneously confess that she had also been a drug addict. Incredibly astute by publicly confirming her past problems, completely diffusing the impact of the potential humiliation, which is, by the way, side note, the best move for anybody who gets in trouble. Stop denying, um, just bust into the situation and uh, admit uh, your part. We are very quick as a public to forgive and support. Um, so she, as she starts this book club, she's constantly reinventing herself, which is a key aspect, of course, of uh, coming back from failure. So she sheds her image as the queen of trash TV. She's got this book club. She becomes the most influential authority for book recommendations. Another success, she is on the cover of Vogue in 1998. And this was a big dream come true for her. Uh, Oprah, who had been overweight for much of her life, she was told she had to lose weight before she could be invited to pose. Um, so she promised to lose at least 20 pounds in roles in a weight loss boot camp, strict diet. Uh, so her Vogue cover went on to sell 900,000 copies more than any other issue in the magazine's 110-year history. Now, here's the thing about weight struggles and whether you want to call her yo-yoing failures or not. Her viewers found it easy to identify with her because they struggled the way she struggled the way they did. Um, so one of the reasons that she maintained so much success is she never tried to beat her competitors, her other talk show hosts, um, on, say, trying to do political issues the way they did. Uh, she seemed to be indifferent when her critics accused her of being superficial and sensationalist. Her ratings and her popularity with her audience meant more, apparently, than critical acclaim. Um, and so she, the, in terms of remaining popular with viewers, really emphasizing this, like, I'm you, I'm every woman. Um, however, there were financial failures, including investments in a restaurant and a movie studio. Yeah. This restaurant was called Let Us Entertain You. You know, like lettuce, like the food. Cute, right? Um, it was in the wildfire Chicago space. And by the way, one of the most popular dishes was Oprah's potatoes. Sounds pretty good. Um, but didn't work out. Um, another failure. Beloved came out in 1998. Expected to be a huge box office success. Complete flop apparently because it opened the same weekend as Bride of Chucky. Hmm. She, uh, it's said that Oprah considers Beloved the worst failure of her career, the only time she's ever been depressed. Imagine that. Um, now, Oh Network, when it debuted, was considered a failure as it struggled to find viewers. She was able to make big changes, and it's still around and doing well. Um and she's cashed out some of the ownership, um, which is worth about $36 million, allegedly. Um, so it value, that deal values the own network at around $180 million. 
That's about 37% lower than the $285 million Forbes estimated it to be worth in 2017 after Discovery shelled out $70 million, but it's still, uh, look, d- double $70 million. Um, let's see, what else do I want to tell you? Um, obviously, she was successful in launching the careers of many of her acquaintances, including Dr. Phil, Dr. Oz, Rachel Ray, And here's what she has to say about failure. Some of her quotes. Every decision, every setback or triumph is an opportunity to identify the seeds of truth that make you the wondrous human being that you are. She also said, if you're in the midst of a failure, say thank you. You say thank you because you know there is a clearing, a path that will be made on the other side of that that allows you to use failure as information. I love that. Um, When she's failed, she says, that's when the gratitude practice became really strong for me because it's hard to remain sad if you're focused on what you have instead of what you don't have. The failure of beloved said it taught me to, she said, it taught me to never again, never again, ever put all your hopes, expectations, eggs in the basket of box office. Do the work as an offering and then whatever happens, happens. So... That is my breakdown of the failures and successes of Oprah. Let's be honest, an overwhelming number of successes, but great inspiration uh, about those stumbles that she's had. So uh, I hope you enjoy this episode. I'll be back next week with an interview uh, with another leader on their uh, failures and successes, and I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Fail Your Way to Success. Now, if there's anything I love more than a failure to success story, it's a review. So I hope you'll think about leaving one. For more information about the show, go to failyourway.com. And for more information about publishing a book about how you failed your way to success, or just to find out more about what I do, go to legacylaunchpadpub.com.